Hello there, our dear listeners. Welcome to the HSK Student Pod. This is Richard, your host from the HSK ETEC team. Thank you for joining us on episode 12 of the HSK Student Pod. It's a pleasure to have you as one of our listeners. Before we continue, I just need to take this opportunity to say Happy New Year to you all, our dear HSK Pod listeners. I know we are already set into the first few weeks of January 2020. And it's such a very busy month for most of the students with exams and submitting assignments. I'm sure teaching staff are also extremely very busy marking the students' work. I hope things have begun off positively for you all, despite all these high demands and pressures you are going through. As usual, I don't want really to let you down. I have several special guests who are going to share wonderful messages with us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. First, we have an introduction message from Julie Vulo, our current Associate Dean for Learning and Teaching and Student Experience. Julie is going to give us some general news and updates on what's going on in the school. Despite her extremely very busy diary and having no easy access to the recording booth, Julie still managed to find some time for our HSK student pod listeners. On our way to our very busy schedule, she kindly improvised by making use of her smartphone technology to record a message for us. I now pass you over to Julie's message. Hello to everybody and a warm welcome to the beginning of the new academic year and of course to the year 2020. So a happy new year to all of you. I hope you all had a great break over the Christmas vacation period, whether you were celebrating Christmas uh, or spending time with family or friends or lounging about or writing your assignments, whatever you were doing. I hope you had a little bit of time to yourself and uh, already now set for the new term. Just a couple of news items uh, from me. Uh, number one, I think is too important to let you know that I will be stepping down shortly from the role of Associate Dean of Learning and Teaching and Student Experience and handing over to my colleague, Dr. Karen Atkinson, who takes up the role next week. So I'm sure you'll hear more from Karen in the future. Other important news item is uh, for those of you who are in your final year of study, we have just now launched at the university the National Student Survey. So this is part of the um, survey that happens right across the country for all final year students. And here at the university, our launch date was yesterday and all final year students will have received an email about that and a link so that they can go on and enter the survey and tell us about your experience of why you've been here. So the survey is focused on uh, questions about learning and teaching. It's questions about uh, your opportunity to feedback on your experiences, whether you feel your voice has been listened to, whether you feel you've had enough resources while you're here, how much you've enjoyed your sessions and whether you found teaching experience stimulating. Um, So there's all sorts of questions in there. And we hope very much that you will be able to feed back to us about how you found your time here across the three years. We obviously want to know about all the good things, and I hope there's plenty of those to reflect on. But we also need to hear about things that you'd like to be done differently so that next time round for our next group of students, we can think about those changes or those improvements. And it's a great survey that in, in that it's done independently. So from your point of view, none of us here in the university see who has filled in the survey. But what we do get back is all the results. And we spend a lot of time looking at the feedback and thinking about how we can make best use of it. We really do. So it's very important to us. We ask all of you that are final year students and get that link to complete the survey. Please go ahead and complete it. We really do value your feedback. We really do take notice of it. And we really do spend a lot of time when we get those results back 
thinking about what you've said and what that means for us in terms of how we provide programs in the future. So I encourage you to do that. It will be open for several months, but the sooner you complete it, the sooner everyone will stop nagging you about completing it. So thank you to all of you uh, final year students who get a chance to do the NSS. And the other thing I wanted to mention was for those of you that uh, are taught over at Meridian House, particularly nursing, midwifery students and social work students, but there are others, of course, that do go there. So for any of you that are Meridian House, we're looking at the possibility of whether we can provide some kind of bus pass for you to get there. So we know from lots of our students how difficult it is to park near Meridian House. And if you're in the public car park, of course, you have to move your car every couple of hours and that's staff as well. And so it is a real challenge. And we'd love to have Meridian House on the shuttle route between the campuses, but it's not possible to do that. And that's a discussion I've had a number of times with the bus company. But what we do have going from the go past that route, so you can get off at Alston, just walk across the car park and get into Meridian House. So, um, so there is a bus service kind of already there, which you can make use of. And we'd really like, if possible, to see whether or not we can offer a kind of a, a free route in through a, a bus pass which means that it, rather than paying the standard rate going into Hatfield Town Centre, it would be, in effect, like going on a shuttle. Now, I don't know if we can do that, but we're already in discussions about it, and the Dean is very proactive uh, in terms of supporting that. So what we're trying to do is get feedback from all of you about, uh, if you're at Meridian House regularly, you know, is this something you would like to have? Would you make use of the bus? So you'll find your programme field or your tutors will be getting in touch with you about that. And just let us know so that we've got an idea of whether we should pursue this idea or not. So that's all from me. I'm going to hand back to Richard and just repeat again, Happy New Year to you all and welcome back. you a very successful and happy and healthy 2020. Thanks Judy for sharing with us the important news and keeping us up to date on what's going on in the school. Dear listeners, I'm sure you will all join me in wishing Judy the best of success in her new role as the head of department for nursing and well-being. Judy, we shall miss your beautiful interviews and contributions to the podcast. The HSK Student Pod will try its best request for Julie's future creative contributions to the podcast in one way or another. Best wishes, Julie, from all the HSK Student Pod listeners. For this month's student success stories, we have our guests, Jasmine Rasko and Elizabeth Allen, third-year physiotherapy students. Jasmine and Elizabeth are going to share with us their experience as physiotherapy students at the University of Hertfordshire. I now hand you over to Eunice, who had the opportunity of meeting and interviewing Jasmine and Elizabeth. Thank you, Richard. Uh, welcome, Jasmine and Elizabeth, to the HSK Student Podcast. How are you today? Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah good. 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 It's good to have you on board. 
Um, first of all, before we start, would you like to introduce yourselves and just tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure. So thank you for having us. Um, so my name is Jasmine Rusco and I'm a third year physiotherapy student. And um, my name is Liz Allen and I'm also a third year physiotherapy student. Oh, do you know each other quite well? Very <laughs> well. well. <laughs> we live together, so uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah we know each other friends. quite well. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you for coming in. Um, we're going to, over the next few minutes, just hear about your experiences of, as physiotherapists and also sharing with us and the student body listening to this podcast what some of your experiences are. So, first of all, can I ask you both why physiotherapy as your career of choice? Sure, yeah. I first got interested with physiotherapy through um, sports. So I was quite a keen athlete when I was a bit younger and got quite a lot of sporting injuries, which first uh, took me to see a physiotherapist. And from there, I was really interested in how just the body can adapt and heal and just then got involved and interested into anatomy. And I then did some shadowing at the hospital and then realised that physio actually isn't just sport. It's got a massive range of different areas to it, like respiratory, uh, neuro. So I then became interested and applied for uni. Wow, that's a very interesting way of getting in. Yeah, isn't it? I know. Well done, well done. <laughs> How about you, Elizabeth? Um, so mine was a bit different. So I had no idea what I wanted to do until I started my A-levels. And I did A-level P because, again, like jazz, I was quite sporty. And actually, it was when we started learning about the anatomy of the body, I just totally took to it. I just found it so easy to learn. Um, and I was just really interested in it and sort of started looking at sort of university courses and sort of looking at sport and exercise science, but I decided it wasn't specific enough for me. Um, and then I looked at sports therapy, but then actually decided physiotherapy was more my kind of thing. It's like Jazz said, because obviously there's so many different areas that you cover within mm-hmm. physio mm-hmm. compared to sports therapy. So yeah, and then also I just knew I wanted a productive, like proactive sort of up moving around job because I, could, I just could not be sat at a desk all day. This is not me. Yeah, no, that's not a good move, is it? No. <laughs> well, well done. Well, here you are in your third year of the course, and I'm sure you've had so many placements yeah, uh, up to this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you tell us something about the placement structure on your course and the number of placements you have had over the past three years? Yeah, sure. So something that actually interested me about the course at Hertfordshire was that we started our placements in our first year, which quite a lot of other universities don't actually do. So we had two placements in our first year, two in our second year, and we've got three in our final year. So we're just about to start one on Monday, actually. And they can be all over the place in mm. Essex, Cambridge, Bedfordshire. Mm. So um, mm. quite a range. Yeah, cover yeah. different specialities as well. So you sort of they try to make you cover all the different areas within mm. that we would cover clinically. Um, so that would be your neuro, sort of your paediatrics, your cardiorespiratory and your sort of classic MSK conditions that you'd see. So yeah, you get so such really a broad range, sober, yeah, yeah, massive experience. Really good, a wide yeah. range of experience. Yeah. And shall I ask whether you've enjoyed them? Yeah, I've, Love I've them. loved them, yeah. I think it's so good to get out on placement and to actually put what you've learned into practice. Mm-hmm. And you get to meet so many different people and it actually gives you an idea of what it's going to be like to work rather yeah. than just studying from a book. So my favourite one so far has been um, at an MSK outpatient setting, but they actually had a hydrotherapy pool. So we had a a massive range of different patients with neurological conditions, uh, rheumatological conditions, and we spent a few mornings in the hydro pool working with some of the patients, and it was just something I'd never done before mm. but it was amazing and it's it's actually something that I would quite like to, to do. do a bit more of when I'm older sounds yeah. very very yeah, interesting yeah it was really good and the patients loved it as well I think that was why it was yes. so enjoyable yes 
How about you, Elizabeth? What's um, your favourite placement? Oh, I don't know if I have a favourite. I'm I'm just so susceptible. So every time I go on a placement, I enjoy it. I'm like, yes, I love that placement. It was amazing. <laughs> um, but I always just think the main thing with placements is I feel like uni gives you like the baseline of your knowledge, but I feel like I learn so much more on placements mm. than I do at uni. I've told the lecturers that. They know I think that. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how I did it. But I think, yeah, you just learn so much more because that's clinical and each different physio has a different way of doing things mm-hmm. and new techniques yeah. and obviously new research coming through. So you're just constantly learning and you're just being flooded with all this information, but not in sort of a daunting way, in a way that you're so mad to actually see what you're learning being put into practice mm-hmm. and actually mm-hmm. seeing the differences. So I don't have a specific favourite, but... And how about your experiences with working with other teams or multidisciplinary teams in practice? What has that been like? So I think as a, as a physiotherapy student, when you first get told MDT, you are absolutely petrified. The yeah. idea of having to talk to other health professionals, Definitely. you think, oh my God, this is awful. But on one of my placements, I remember they had to have a meeting. The physios had to have an emergency meeting. And they realised there was a, um, like a board round in the ward that I was on for my placement. And they just said, right, Liz, off you go, you're going to go into the board round. And I was there sort of thinking, oh my gosh, I'm here by myself. But actually it was great because I was talking to the doctors, the nurses, the OTs, the whole team was in there. And I was the physio actually having conversations with these different health professionals about these patients. It was great to actually just be really involved in that. And actually, I think it makes you realise how much physios are involved in MDT. Mm. And actually, we do quite make quite a difference, as do as does everyone. Very key professionals in the patients. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously every profession is key but I think Mm. when people think about physios they don't really think that they don't automatically think part of the multidisciplinary team so I think when you actually get out on practice you do realize that you are really involved in the MDT and you do work as we've listed with with everyone which is such a good experience to have. So so do you feel it's important for students on different programs to have multidisciplinary team working skills, hundred percent. Yeah. That's how you get it's the best. Key. Yeah, that's how you get the best outcomes for your patients. You've got to work together mm-hmm. because we all have different knowledge. Like obviously, with your adult nursing, you've got completely different knowledge to mm-hmm. say that we'd yeah, have. So thing. we'd look at the patient differently to say how you would. And actually, mm-hmm. if we combine the two, we might realise that there's things that we've obviously missed just purely because yeah. different knowledge that we have. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, definitely. And even when you're out on practice placement, sometimes you do meet other students, but, but obviously you're in different professions. So mm-hmm. for all of us to have multidisciplinary team working skills is is like great to have because you work better together, communicate better together. So yeah. Better for the patient. Yeah, really. definitely. <laughs> well, it's very interesting to hear yeah. that. You know, yeah. you're good advocates for multidisciplinary team work, <laughs> which I guess other listeners would uh, draw on what you have said. Sure, to your lecturers will be proud. <laughs> your lecturers will definitely be proud of you. So it's all been good so far. Have you had any challenges in terms of academic work or placement? Have you faced any challenges, and how did you resolve that? I know when I came here that physiotherapy was going to be hard work. A lot of my friends weren't doing sort of health um, courses. And I think the shock of sort of the ten- intensity of our courses, actually, in comparison to some other courses, was quite dramatic mm. um, in the sense that we had sort of placements. So you'd be out for sort of blocks of your timetable throughout sort of the academic weeks and sort of doing almost like a normal sort of your classic nine to five job, you know. And I think you've got the academic work, which is 
quite intense and then your placements on top I think it can be quite mm-hmm. challenging but the uni was so good at supporting us mm, when it definitely. sort of if we get stressful like the lecturers are always there for us to contact like I think they do really support us but I think it can yeah. be hard as a student as well on placements because obviously you do sometimes see tough things mm. um, but again I think that's why the lecturers make it so clear to us all the support that is available mm-hmm. and I mean I know I've had it where I've spoken to lecturers about stuff that I found challenging and they've just point you in the right direction and they're there for you no matter if they're your persecutor or not I think yeah, yeah. the lecturers are just fantastic yeah. yeah so talking and sharing what your yeah. struggles are and getting signposted to the right yeah. services that does help yeah and sh- sharing it with sharing sorry sharing it with other physios as well like obviously because I live in a house of jazz Yes. and other physios so it's actually quite good because you can come back and actually just talk about having it. a bit of a chat about it just sort of mm-hmm. letting helps, it out a bit does definitely helps yeah oh yeah. good it's good to hear that yeah yes great so obviously all work and no play can make Jackie a doll girl so what do you do <laughs> from what we were saying before you've had some wonderful experiences outside of work you've done some work with the at London Marathon would you like to tell us a bit about that yeah so one of our lecturers she's got good connections with the MS Society, so the Multiple Sclerosis Society. And we have the opportunity to actually go and provide post-event massage to the MS Society runners, which is an absolutely phenomenal like phenomenal opportunity. Like I would 10 out of 10 recommend it because you get the atmosphere of the London Marathon. We're about a mile away from the finish line. And then when these um, runners come in for their massage, sort of, the atmosphere is just fantastic because they come in, everyone claps and cheers. It's obviously quite emotional as well because their family come in. But we, yeah, we get to provide post-event massage and actually they say that it really does help. So it's nice to know how rewarding it is, but it's just a great experience, a great sort of vibe you get. And it's just mm. really rewarding. So, yeah, we get really good opportunities like that. Oh, and how about you, um, Jazz? What have you also been involved in? I am actually a CSP rep. Where Tell I... us a bit about what CSP is. Yeah, sure. So the CSP is the Chartered Society of Physiotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're sort of our body, uh, if you like. Mm-hmm. And this role has allowed me to be involved with other CSP reps from different universities across the whole of the UK and Ireland. So I've gone to some meetings and we've sort of met up and discussed any issues that we've had and things like that. So we've actually now created a physio society. So Liz is actually on board with the physio society. So (laughs) we're working really closely. Um, so which is great for students so yes. I would advise every physio student yes. to uh, get involved yes. because not only do we do like sort of social events and stuff but also things to add to your CPD portfolio yes. so we've organized some massage courses taping courses and other events like that that are obviously great for physios to be involved in so yeah keep an eye out doing so fantastically well as you know as well as keeping on with the academic work and placements also finding time to do extracurriculars which really I'm sure will uh, boost your confidence yeah Yeah. so from all that you've done and what that you've you've said to us have your experience really influenced you I'm sure it has in a or directed you into a particular speciality where you'd like to work after your training here? Sure. Well, I think when I first thought about what I wanted to do, obviously I said I got into it through my sports. So Mm. I think I had in my mind, yep, I want to go back into the um, sporting area. But having said that, now I've experienced going on the ward and 
working within respiratory and neuro, it's actually opened my mind massively to all the opportunities out yes. there. So I haven't got a favourite just yet. Yes. So obviously I want to do my rotations first. So, yeah, no, I haven't got a favourite and it hasn't, it hasn't helped really because now I don't know what I want to do yeah. because <laughs> every, every speciality is amazing yes. and has such good things about it. Yeah, I think you come away from every placement. If you've had a good placement, you'll come away from your MSK placement. Like, this is amazing. I want to do MSK. You have a good mm. C-Rest placement. You're like, oh, I want to do C-Rest. Yeah. But I think, yeah, like Jazz, I came in and I thought I would never like C-Rest because I thought I wouldn't be able to deal with it. I wouldn't be comfortable with it. And actually, you come away and you absolutely, I just loved it. I absolutely mm. loved it. Mm. So I think the placements just make a massive difference on sort of the areas that you tend to like. I think some of our, some of our year have come in and they still know exactly what they what want, they want to, to do. do. Yeah. Yes. I mean, a lot of people have changed. I mean, when I first met Jazz, she told me she wanted to do physio on horses and <laughs> now she's saying she wants to go back on the wards. So, ah. I mean, it's changed quite a bit. That's a, a, a change in direction. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. So have you settled on anywhere, Elizabeth, that you would like to go into? Um, no, I haven't. I'm still so susceptible. So I think like Jazz, I'll probably go do my rotations, just get a bit more experience in mm. it. Because um, I think as well, it's hospital or wherever you are dependent as well because I think different obviously hospitals might have different specialities so if they specialize in sort of trauma then obviously Mm -hmm. you're going to have different opportunities depending on where you're working so I think it's I think I've still got some decisions to make yeah definitely (laughs) big decisions so so if you were in a position to um, speak to your first year students Mm -hmm. or to those who are applying to physiotherapy at, at the moment about the profession you have chosen what would you say to them Two things I would say is, uh, firstly, go for it uh-huh. and give it your all. Uh, be prepared to work hard. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but secondly, make sure you still do other things. Like yeah. like we were talking before, mm. doing other activities, mm. getting involved in sport, making friends and mm-hmm. having your social activities as well. I think it's so important, especially when you go out on placement, because mm. it's so easy to go on placement, come home, do work, and then and don't see it. any friends mm-hmm. and don't do any sports or anything mm-hmm. like that. So... Mm-hmm. Make sure you put time in your diary <laughs> to get involved in other things as well. Brilliant. How about you, Elizabeth? What's oh, your message? I, I think the main thing I'd just say is enjoy first year. I mean, the change <laughs> between first year and second year was, I mean, I thought, God, first year's busy. Got to second year, I thought, God, first year was an absolute breeze. I had so much time. It was just yeah. mad. So I said, enjoy first year. But yeah, like Jazz said, I think you have to be a certain type of person to want to go into healthcare. I think you have to have that kind of personality. And I'd say yeah. generally us physios tend to be quite bubbly, kind of. Very competitive, bit sort of <laughs> mad. <laughs> but yeah, I think you've, you've got to just be ready to work hard. Yeah, and definitely. I think you've got to want it. But yeah, have have fun. And like Jazz said, make sure you set yourself time to do mm. other things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Go for That's it. That's good. So yeah. finally then, before we finish, what message do you have to the HSK student pod listeners, especially? I know you've said you've given advice for the first years sure. and some of those wanting to come in. But what uh, message do you have to our listeners? your experiences so far i think i think the stereotype of physiotherapy is you massage and your classic msk (laughs) yeah i think think people need a better understanding of actually Mm. we don't just do that we can i mean we can clear secretions out of chests we Mm -hmm. can literally help people get back up and walking again and i think people have this sort of perception of physiotherapy but actually Mm. we do so much more than i think people think we do Mm. and like every healthcare professional has such a key role i think it's just making sure like us as well for other professions like I know I don't probably know as much about other professions as I should do I think it's just making sure that you actually take that time to look into other professions and really understand Mm. actually all the skills that we have because we all have such fantastic skills in our work that we all do Mm. and it's just making sure we combine them in a way that's going to be most beneficial to patients 
I think I would say uh, get us involved <laughs> and use us on the wards um, yes. and yeah. get us involved in the MDT because um, we can be a good help and we love mm. working with other professions. I think obviously, as Liz has said before, we working together is obviously best for the patient. So yeah, yeah there, we do have a, a wide range of skills that we can use and it's not just massage and no. <laughs> making both better. So. <laughs> There's so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you both so much for coming to the HSK Student Pod and for sharing your experience and all the tips. I'm sure our listeners are going to enjoy listening to your message. It's thank really you been a pleasure yeah, talking to you. Yeah, thank you for having us. I remember when Jazz came into the house, I was literally sat in my bed and she comes up and she goes, Liz, we're going to do a podcast, by the way. And I was like, what do you mean we're going to do a podcast? She goes, we're going to do a podcast. I was like, Jazz, what are you talking about? She goes, we're doing a podcast on physio. You're coming with you me. You are coming She with did her. give me a choice. Was like, <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. She demanded. The usual way then. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, I'm pleased you did. Yeah, and yeah. You thank you very much. Spoke and it's been brilliant. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. That's a fantastic and beautiful message from Jasmine and Elizabeth. Jasmine and Elizabeth, thank you very much for coming to share with our listeners your student experience as physiotherapy students at the University of Hertfordshire. I'm sure our listeners have enjoyed listening to your joyful message and also I thank you for all those good tips you have shared with us. Listening to both of you, you make the three years seem so smooth and easy to go through, but we all know the high demands and pressures the health and social work-related courses put on students. Your positive attitude and determination is an inspiration to many other students, especially those uh, students who are yet to go through what you've just experienced. We wish you good luck in your third year. I'm sure in a few months to come, we shall be seeing very successful graduates. Not to forget units for interviewing Jasmine and Elizabeth. We have enjoyed listening to your beautiful interview. We always appreciate the time taken by our interviewers to come and interview our guests. Thank you, Eunice. This is to all HSK Student Pod listeners. We are always keen to hear first-hand accounts from HSK students about your work, your experiences, your challenges, and success. Please, do get in touch if you've got a message you would want to share with our listeners. Okay, before we continue with the podcast, We've had the opportunity to go around HSK and briefly ask a few random students the following question. As a student of the University of Hertfordshire, what does the term active student mean to you? I have no idea because I'm not active. <laughs> it's, it's hard. I don't know. Probably someone that's like involved 
in university life, but... Um, so it means... Being an active student means um, contributing to the subject and getting involved in societies and yeah uh, it means being more proactive uh, taking part in their lectures um, asking questions and also trying to find more about if you don't understand and gaining more knowledge really it's um, physically mentally um, prepared for exams and extracurricular stuff um, being uh, being able to take part in activities of um, the university, such as the Active Students Union, and taking part in. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, active students means taking um, time off studying and actually doing something proactive, and maybe hitting the gym, playing sports, basketball, release stress, and yeah. Um. I think it's about being proactive as a student, whether it be joining different activities outside the uni- uh, inside the university or outside the university where they give us extracurricular activities or um, opportunities. But it's also about, I don't know, interacting with um, university lecturers as well if we need help. An active student would be somebody who seeks for knowledge, for example, by asking for the help from the tutors and asking fellow students and also put in effort to read the required academic journals. It means that I have to be active, participating in the class, engaging with other students and taking part in other activities provided by the university. It means the promotion of um, a healthy lifestyle of students, so um, utilising, say, physical activity like heart squad or... Um, through societies or the athletic union to promote a healthier lifestyle to then further our learning. Active students provide different activities that we can do, such as yoga and badminton and basketball, and I do use this, so I really enjoy it. So now we can move on with the podcast and get the opportunity to hear from our next guests, Alison Abbey, who will make sure all of our listeners have a better understanding of what the term active student means at the University of Hertfordshire, and hopefully also help us to get a better awareness of how to look after ourselves this year. Thank you, Emma, for that beautiful introduction. For this month's professional spotlight, we have our guests, Alice and Abbey from the Hertfordshire Sports Village. Alison and Abbe are going to share with us a brief message to help raise the awareness of how to look after ourselves this year. I now hand you over to Phil, who had the opportunity of meeting and interviewing Alice and Abbe. Alice and Abbe, welcome to the HSK Student Pod. Uh, we're very pleased that you could join us as our guest today. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Yeah, looking forward to it. So first of all, could you tell us a bit about yourselves and what you do here at the university? Absolutely. So my name's Alice. I'm based at the Harpshire Sports Village on Havilland campus. Um, I oversee the active students and the active staff programme. Um, so I guess when I'm not at work, uh, you could probably find me supporting uh, Saracen's rugby team. And um, I'm Abby. I'm a student here at the university, so uh, you probably find me in the LRC a lot. <laughs> um, but I um, also have the terrible task of um, supporting Huddersfield Town, my uh, football team. Okay, well, never mind. Uh, moving on. 
So Alice, you're here today to tell us about the importance of looking after your health uh, here at the university. Why is that an important message in relation to student life and student experience? I'm sure some of our listeners are asking, why is it really important for students, or actually even our staff, to look after our health while studying or working here uh, at the university? Absolutely. January is a month when everyone talks about New Year, New You. And often people get um, set lots of New Year's resolutions to get fit and healthy. But what benefits can participating in physical activity really have on your university life and your student experience? So we all know participating in sport is good for our physical health, such as can help us lose weight, get all that extra Christmas indulgence um, and reduce the risk of illness. But did you know participating in sport and physical activity can also help your mental and social well-being? It can help you reduce stress and anxiety by increasing your mood and it can help you have a better night's sleep. Taking short breaks from your studies to participate in physical activity has shown to improve your concentration and increase productivity. So just remember that one when you're pulling an all-nighter um, before a <laughs> deadline to uh, have some time out to do some physical activity. Take a walk um, around the LRC or go to the toilet on a different floor um, just to make sure you keep yourself moving um, to help improve your concentration and increase productivity. It can also help uh, grow your social circles and increase your confidence, which can help with future employability. So relevant for the School of Health and Social Care, some GPs are currently using social prescribing of physical activity, particularly into dance, to help your well-being. So almost writing you a prescription um, to go and participate in dance classes. So is there any uh, published research showing about the benefits of physical activity for our students? Absolutely. So don't just take our word for it. There's been an English university have recently published a study which showed that students who get involved in sport and physical activity have a greater chance of completing their studies and achieving a higher degree classification. So really important to look after yourself, but that can also have a real positive impact on your degree that you leave the University of Hertfordshire with. So I guess most of you are thinking, this sounds rather great. I'd rather like to have all of those benefits. So, well, well, here with me now is Abby, who's an undergraduate student and is now studying her master's within the School of Health and Social Care. Thank you, Alice. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing my master's in the School of Health and Social Work. So, yeah, I know how difficult it can be to look after yourself when you've got deadlines and when you're doing lots of work. I'm often um, a culprit of being in the LRC and not really um, leaving my desk. Um, so I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my experience of sport and physical activity. As you can probably guess from my accent, um, I relocated down here to come to university. And as you can imagine, I didn't, didn't know anybody when I got here. Um, so that can always be a little bit challenging at first. Um, I was definitely too far away um, from home to go back every weekend. So I had to do my own washing and cooking and all that jazz. It was quite difficult. Um, but then that also meant that I had no choice but to make friends and really throw myself into university life at Hertfordshire. And I remember during Freshers' Week, I met a student activator. They told me about active students. And when they told me about the free activity and the fact that I also get rewarded for being active, I couldn't believe it. And I was thinking, well, win-win. I've always wanted a free T-shirt. So I decided to give active students a go. But I was really nervous at the beginning because um, I was going along on, on my own. I didn't really have my friendship circles then. And I thought when I got there that everybody else would be in their large groups, you know, all their flats going down together. Um, but when I got there, I was quite surprised because there was also lots of other people on their own. 
And I ended up really enjoying it, actually. Um, the first session I went to was uh, Zumba, which was quite interesting because I have two left feet. So it really wasn't the best. But also it didn't matter because the instructor was really fun and supportive. And I honestly did have a great time and I just felt so good after the session. So then I thought, do you know what? This is working for me. So I started to regularly attend active students and I even pushed myself out of my comfort zone. So I tried loads of different activities like tennis, pickleball and even roller skating. But everything's beginner level. So I didn't feel like I was being judged at all. And I guess that's sort of the joy of active students. You can just give anything a go and everyone's beginner level. So active students also provided me with a welcome break from my studies, like Alice was talking about. It's really important not to forget about those study breaks um, because it really does improve your productivity, I guess. And then also I got my free T-shirt and hoodie, which was just amazing. I mean, I got all that for free whilst looking after myself. So for me, active students was a great way to meet new people. Um, It was really fun getting active in a new and different way that fitted around my studies and my other commitments. It didn't matter if I missed one week, I could go back the next and feel absolutely okay about doing that. And it's always comforting to know for me that there's going to be an activator there and they'll be wearing their blue uniform so you know who you are. And that just makes you feel like you're never really on your own. So I'd recommend everyone to get involved in active students. It doesn't cost you a penny, which is good for students. And I'm so much happier and healthier since joining in. Thank you very much, Alice. Uh, some great uh, benefits highlighted there um, of physical activity and really important for our students who are on you know, very demanding programs in the school to take care of themselves so uh, they can uh, take care of our patients ultimately. And uh, Abby, great to hear about your experiences. I mean, who can say no to a free hoodie? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so for our students then, um, how can they sign up for active students? So Active Students operates with no sign-up, no commitment, no cost, which makes it super easy, especially for those students that are out on placement. So um, they don't have to worry about signing up um, ahead of time. All they need to do is visit the website, which is activestudents.co.uk, and find a session that they'd like to come along to. Um, When they pick their session, just turn up in comfy clothes and trainers, um, and remember to bring along your student ID card. And then you just join in, and it's really that simple. You may also want to bring a bottle of water, but don't forget about the equipment because all of that is provided. And for me being a student, I also find it really helpful um, to follow active students on Instagram so I can stay up to date with the latest news and events. And you can also direct message them and one of the activators will get back to you with any questions you may have. And they're really quick at replying. So it's a really handy tool. That's great. Thanks very much. So, Alice, when are the next opportunities for our students to get involved? Fabulous. So the programme is starting the week commencing the 27th of January, so not long to wait. We're also holding our Heart Squad Takeover with the opportunity for you to find out more about active students, as well as our more competitive programmes. So if you like a good competitive football match or rugby match, then um, you can find out about Campus Sport and the Athletic Union. There'll be free food and music, so that's always a winner. Come along for some food (laughs) and the opportunity to get involved. So we'll be holding lots of different activities that you can just drop in and drop out and have a go. So that's on the 30th of January, 6 to 10pm at the Oval on College Lane. Or why not come and chat with us and our clubs at Refreshers Fair on the 31st of January um, in the Students' Union. Thanks Abby for sharing your uh, student experience of, of active students with us. 
and telling our student listeners how they can sign up. Just one final thing, perhaps you could summarise what Active Students is. Absolutely. So for me, Active Students is free, fun, beginner level, sport and physical activity. Thank you. And Alex, any final messages for our HSK students and staff? Absolutely. So due to the nature of your courses, um, you're spending lots of time looking after other people. Just make 2020 the year where you look after yourself so you can be better for your patients um, or whoever you come in contact with. So make 2020 the year where you work out to work smart. We look forward to welcoming you to the programme and seeing you around campus. Alison Abbey, thank you very much for joining us on the HSK Student Pod. Thank you. Alison Abbey, what an enlightening message you have left with our listeners. Thank you so much for the wonderful and useful information you have shared with us today. I'm sure our listeners are going to take on your key message and act on the issues that you have raised, such as taking up the active student opportunities that are on offer. And as Abbey summarized for us, I hope all our listeners now know what the term active student means at the University of Hertfordshire. Indeed, 2020 is the year students in the school should look after yourselves so that you are better for your patients. In Alice's words, make 2020 the year you work out to work smart. It's always a pleasure to have our special guests on the HSK student pod. Not to forget, I also need to thank Phil for interviewing Alice and Abby. Thank you, Phil. I wish to thank our guests, Julie, Jasmine, Elizabeth, Eunice, Abe, Alice, Phil and Emma for the good messages and news you have shared with us today. It's always a pleasure to have you on the HSK Student Pod. I need to thank all the anonymous students who took part in this episode's Vox Pops. We have enjoyed listening to your Vox Pops. I also wish to thank Sue Rasko for your help with planning for this episode's students' interview. Thanks, Sue. Before we come to the end of this podcast, a reminder to all the students, if you need to speak to someone, do not sit in silence. There are always people waiting to listen to your needs. Please, if there is anything making it difficult for you to study effectively, then get in touch with your tutors or any other staff member you feel comfortable speaking to. It could be worries about your assignments, placements, health, your family, your children, money or work-related, or any other difficult issues you may be going through. I know sometimes the people you choose to speak to might not be able to solve all the problems for you, but while I'm sure, they will listen. They may offer practical advice or even emotional support, or even sometimes signpost you to other support services if needed. 
I therefore encourage you to make use of the support there is for you here in the school and in the wider university. On that note, before I forget, I really need to encourage you to go and make use of the wonderful resource called the ASA site. For those of you who have never used this site, this is a brilliant site that will help you develop your academic study skills and it includes resources tailored specifically for health and social work professionals. This is a site that will help you make that positive step in getting good grades in your assignments. Your module site should really have a link to the SA site. This is placed within the assessment information unit, often the second or the third unit on the module site. So you can find the ASS site direct link from your module sites. Under the assessment unit, you will also see a link called Finding and Using Information Resources. This is another good resource. While on this page, I encourage you to click on the link called Library Skill Up link. The Library Skill Up is a very good resource that has recently been improved to help you with your academic writing skills. I hope as you work on your current assignments, you will go and make use of these wonderful resources, which I'm sure will make a positive difference to your grades. Please, if you have not yet done so, don't forget to sign up to the HSK Student Podcast so that you can receive new episodes automatically. This can be done by downloading and installing the SoundCloud app, which is a free app that will give you easy access to the podcast episodes. Those who have iPhones can also get access to the podcast through the iTunes download list. also encourage you to remind five friends of yours to listen to this episode. By doing this, you are doing your part to help build the HSK staff student community. Please, do get in touch if you have got an idea or a message you would want to share with our listeners. Nothing is too small to be shared. Just send an email to richardonr.matovu2 at hearts.ac.uk So it is r.m for mother, a for apple, t for thomas, o for office, v for vehicle, you for umbrella, then you write a number two at hearts.sc.uk. Alternatively, please feel free to pop in in room 2F267, which is located at the top floor of the right building. We are always delighted to hear from our listeners. I know there are many of you who are still on your old placements and some of you are just starting your new placements. I wish you good luck on your placements. I also wish you good luck in your current or future assignments. Lastly, I just need to say look after yourselves, keep warm and I hope everything you do in general goes well for you. Thank you for joining us and for being part of this episode. Bye bye from Richard your host. And join us in our next HSK Student Pod, which will have something fresh and new to listen to.